0: What's up y'all welcome to the consumer ammunition tactics podcast or cat where we provide you with consumer education to help you leverage your power as a consumer within this united states corporation my name is michael benjamin i'm the ceo of consumer ammunition tactics or cat where we repair your credit and help you get funding welcome to the episode what's up y'all my name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we repair your credit and help you get funding. And sometimes you get some consumer education. All right, man. Today's episode, today's episode, today's episode. Today's episode is a special episode. Um, I feel like every podcast person you know, probably says that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, today's a special episode. Before we even get into it, before we even get into it, I got some updates. So update. I need y'all to go and follow um us on instagram, so go follow c a tactics l l c because um you know we're gonna be posting more information over there i mean there's already there's already information over there to help you know um leverage your credit fix your credit, and just be able to get to that next level so yeah, go ahead and go ahead and make sure you make that um something to do and then uh, leave a five star review you feel me if if i'm over here listening to someone's podcast, you know they're giving me game left and right. And um, I'm going to show them love, you feel me? So leave that five-star review. Share it on your Instagram or whatever. Share it with a friend, you feel me? Just show love or whatever. And it's just kind of funny because I was... Uh, this, this is something that happened last week. I believe it was last week. I forget. Like, I'll be forgetting my days nowadays. But what had happened was I helped somebody um, with a certain credit card, basically. And he said he said basically that his sons used the exact um method that I gave them to actually, you know, get approved for the credit card. So it's a little uh, tactic or hack or whatever. So they got approved and everything. I never heard from dude. I had to contact him and I was like, yo, um, did you get into um, you know, the bank or whatever? Um unfortunately he he wasn't able to get in, but you know, he said his uh both of his sons got in. So it's like you gotta think about the fact that a piece of information that uh, someone gave you, you know, changed changed uh, the trajectory of, you know, the life of, you know, a couple of your sons. So I say that to say, not faulting them, but my point is it'd be a lot of information that I'd be giving out, right? You you, you might you might be the person listening too. It'd be a lot of information that I'd be um, giving out. And then it's like, people will go implement the information, but then I never hear back. Like, a whole time thinking they're not executing, but people executing, they just keeping it private to themselves. You know what I'm saying? I say that to say, if you implement any information that I tell you or, you, you know, whatever, if it works for you, definitely reach out, right? You know, the work that we do as um, not just people that deal with credit repair, but just people that help anybody in general. It's like, if, I, if I'm a, how do I put it? Let's say I'm like 56% charged right in terms of my battery. If I hear from somebody like, "Yo Michael, um what you told me helped me blah blah blah. I was able to do XYZ." 56% is not going to go up to like 98, 99% I'm recharged, right? So y'all got to y'all got to really understand that and it's not even about me, but I'm just telling y'all as y'all go on about your life, um just understand that. You know, it's it's cool to show show love to someone that helped you out, right? So y'all y'all see how diverse a cat podcast is? You not only get credit repair tips, uh, credit repair education, all of that, you get life lessons from me. You feel me? <laughs> nah. But um, yeah, so that was an update. And then one thing I wanted to say, which was an update too. I don't know if y'all heard earlier, but there was like a, what's it called? There was like a bank. So y'all know that my podcast, it might be recorded ghetto, but you know, it is what it is. Done is better than perfect. Just listen to the information. All right. If you don't like the updates, uh, you might want to skip maybe a minute or two. I'll probably get into the episode in a minute or two. It's going to be a short episode anyways, because I know y'all attention span. I know people's attention span. So like I was saying, my last update, um, I understand you know, the power of mental health and just making sure that you're straight mentally. So one thing I did that was really um, self-care was um, this past weekend, I hired some cleaning ladies to cl- basically clean my apartment. Because, you know, it's one thing for you to do it yourself, but it's different if you have like three different people coming to your apartment to do it effectively and understanding the fact that, you know, they that's what they do for a living, right? So I did that and man, it just does wonders for uh, mental health. So uh, one thing I did in the beginning too, which I would recommend for y'all as y'all, um, as y'all do as y'all do stuff is I I tip them like in the beginning, basically, just like as a as a courtesy to implant in their subconscious mind, like, okay, let me um be able to be as effective as I can be. Let me do a thorough job because this dude is tipping us in the beginning. I t- I tipped each and every one of the, each and every one of the three um, cleaning ladies. I don't need to specify how much, but you know, a tip is a tip. So they were definitely ecstatic over that. Um, you know, I asked them if they needed any, you know, anything from me. Um, I had to leave my apartment briefly to go get uh, some tea, so I was just, you know, checking in with them if they needed any, you know, energy drinks, stuff like that, or whatever. They were good. They said they got coffee and donuts. It is what it is. But I say that to say you got to prioritize your mental health. Sometimes it takes hiring cleaning ladies to make sure your mental health is better, right? Because if you you gotta you gotta understand that your uh, your environment. Is so key, not even just the people you have around you, but whatever what your environment looks like. If my uh, apartment continued being like averagely cleaned or whatever versus hiring some professionals to do it, I wouldn't be as mentally clear as I am now. I'm more at a place of um, being calm, you know, tranquility and peace. And the byproduct of that is I'm allowed to. um, How do I put it? I'm allowed to operate more effectively in, in my endeavors and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So that, I just wanted to put that out there. All right. So the episode, we want to understand what makes a good credit report. What makes a good credit report? All right. So I'm going to go off the top of my head. But um, yeah, so I, I know most of it. So I'm going to list off six different things that you want to be aware of when it comes to what makes a good credit report. So number one is payment history write that down number 1 is payment history you want to write that down payment history you want to make sure you have 100% payment history this means making your payments on time this is why when we talk about student loans sometimes it becomes a debate of whether or not you should remove it from your credit report right i understand someone wanted to remove it based off of you know debt to income ratio if they're trying to get a house but at the same time because payment history is a big part of your um, is a big part of your credit report if you've been making those payments on time, you don't want to remove that negative history, especially if you've been paying off your student loans for like seven, eight years. Right, That's a lot of years of history you've been making payments on. So payment history, number one, All right, just, just direct, easy. Payment history, keep it at 100%. Number two is your debt utilization rate. If you follow me on social media, I probably said it in uh, previous episodes as well. We don't do average. The average is 30%. They say keep your utilization rate at 30%. When they say that 30%, they're talking about the average of all your cards, right? They're not talking about just one card. I had a post on my Instagram basically talking about, um, just basically expressing it because I was talking about if you have $15,000 in uh, credit card usage, right? Let's say, and they're all 5,000 cards, so you have three cards. Let's say one of the 5,000 cards is uh, 1% utilization. The second one is 1% utilization. The third one is about 30% utilization. I think the average came out to about like 10 to 11%. So you got to understand that it's the average of all your cards. It's average of all your cards and the average of your cards individually. It's both of them you got to be aware of. So you want to keep everything down to um, less than uh, 10%, right? If you, can, if you can get down to like 1% to 2%, that would be good. But try not to... I wouldn't recommend... Trying to have 0% because that looks like you're not using your card. And then when you're not using your card, that could be subject to your card being closed, right? So just uh, put something on it and just make sure that you are at less than 10%. So one thing about utilization rate too is one way you can actually decrease it. Let's say you're at 30% utilization rate. Let's say you're at 40. Let's say you're at 40, right? One thing you can do to actually decrease it, get closer to that um 30 and uh, under is... Calling your credit card companies, call all of them, apply for a credit line increase, credit limit increase. What happens now? Let's say you have a five thousand dollar card, right? And let's say you're using twenty five hundred out of the five thousand dollar card, right? So that's fifty percent utilization. I hope y'all can understand that. I know y'all understand that. So if you get a credit limit increase, let's say you double it to ten thousand dollars. Now what happens is you're you decreased to um, 25% utilization, right? You went from 50 to 25% on that card, and then your overall is going to go down as well. So uh, requesting credit limit increases are very, very important. So um just keep that in mind. A lot of cards, they say you can request them uh, like every six months or every year or something like that. I know that um, there's a specific card, uh, one, uh, one of the special cards that Navy Federal is known for, they have a 91-3 rule. So every 91 days or every three billing cycles, you can request a credit limit increase. So that's something to be aware of as well. So just be, just be aware of the different strategies you want to use to bring down your utilization rate. Um, understanding the hiding your utilization rate. I spoke about that in a previous episode. If you, if you stumbled across a podcast and you haven't heard that episode, go listen, listen a couple episodes earlier. Have a marathon, you know, Absorb the information. So utilization rate uh, or debt utilization rate—that's number two. You want to make sure that is less than ten percent. All right. Uh, so I said payment history, utilization rate—that's number two. Number three is your average age of your accounts, right? Your average age of your accounts. This goes back to what I was saying about um, positive payment history with the uh, your student loans. Like if you're paying them off for years and all of that, when they look at your average age of accounts, it's pretty much. Um, the age of all your accounts, right? So if you open a credit card eight years ago, you open a credit card four years ago, the average age of those accounts, you know, eight plus four, 12 divided by two, your average age will be six years. So understand that every time you open a new credit card, your average, average age is going to go down. So that's why sometimes we see fluctuations because it's, 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 just, it's just the role of the data points, right? At the same time that you're decreasing your average, average age of your accounts by adding a new account it is positive as well. So that's why you might see some fluctuations when we're looking at your uh, credit report or your credit score. This is why I always tell people not to really worry too much about their credit score. Just worry about the data points, right? So average age of your accounts, you want to make sure that um, you want to be at like five years and up when it comes to applying for different things and let's say that your average age is like less than five years let's say it's three two years or something like that you want to add um an aged trade line and that'll be able to help you increase your age if you don't know what a trade line is it's basically where you're piggybacking on someone else's uh positive history if you if you don't have like a family member or somebody that can add you as um an authorized user um through you know a trade line then definitely DM me on uh, Instagram at uh, my personal one or you know the CA Tactics LLC page, and um, I'll I'll be able to point you in the right direction. Um, understand that you know it's not free; it costs money. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I think I think y'all know that, anyways. But yeah, so average age of your accounts when you're structuring a good credit report, an acceptable credit report, you want to make sure that you have a good seasoned report. All right. So types of accounts or numbers number of accounts basically that's number four. So you want to have at least ten positive reporting accounts. This could be open or closed accounts. So one thing about me specifically is that a majority of my accounts was uh, student loans. Right? Um, if you don't know me, I paid off my student loans back when I was uh, a long time ago when I was twenty three years old within one year of graduation, and pretty much they they went into a closed a closed. Uh, account status, right? But the thing is, when it comes to your 10 positive reporting accounts, at least 10 positive uh, reporting accounts, they could be open or closed accounts, right? If you have 10 open accounts and 15 closed, you know, that's that's cool. But if you have 5 open and 5 closed, you know, that's that, that's still that's still cool, assuming that the closed accounts have positive payment history. If they have negative payment history, you're going to want to get them off your report. But um yeah, so just keep that in mind, you want to have at least ten positive reporting accounts so if you don't have those, if you didn't take out student loans in school or whatever, what you can do is add like um some self lender account stuff and um you can add an auto loan, you can rent out like a smart car and you know be making money while you're actually building your credit um you could take out three secured loans just just do what you can to get to um that at least ten positive reporting accounts, right so that's what you want to do so that was what number four. So I said payment history. I said debt utilization rate. I said, um, what'd I say? I said uh, age of accounts. I said types of accounts or number of accounts. So with types of accounts, let me touch on that too. Types of accounts, you want to have revolvement accounts, which, revolvement accounts, which are like, um, which are what? Uh, like credit cards and stuff like that. And then installment accounts. Revol- I said revolvement. Revolving accounts, which are like credit cards and stuff. And then you want to have installment stuff, installment accounts, like installment which are like auto loans, student loans, stuff like that. So keep that in mind. That's number four. Number five, um, you want to look at the derogatory uh, marks. So whenever you have stuff in collections, repos, bankruptcies, and all of that, now you're going to have a derogatory mark. So if that happens to be on your account, right, if if something goes into collections, all of that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really negative on your account. You're going to want to remove that. So um, just keep that in mind. I'll just keep it at that. Um, I'll I'll probably have more episodes where we talk about actually disputing and getting those negative items removed. And then, uh, number six, the last one you want to really be aware of is your, um, number of inquiries. So whenever you're applying for something, you don't want to have too many inquiries. You want to have maybe two to three max when you're about to, you know, go through, um, applying for credit cards and stuff like that, uh, two to three within, maybe two within the last uh, six months or a year, something like that. So yeah, just just really be aware of just be be aware of that. And I'm talking about hard inquiries, not soft inquiries. Soft inquiries are when like you're looking at your report or whatever. It it's gonna be on your report, but it doesn't negatively impact your uh credit report. Hard inquiries are like when you apply for a different thing. So like let's say I go and apply for a Bank of America credit card. I'm gonna get an inquiry, a hard inquiry, right? Whatever from for whatever bureau that they specifically pull from, each each of them pull from different um, bureaus, so yeah, just be aware of that. So yeah, man, those are the six factors that really make up a good credit report, credit score, whatever you want to call it. Um, you could obviously rewind the podcast, but I'll just for your own convenience, I'll just repeat, I'll just repeat them right here. So number one is payment history. Number two is a uh, debt utilization rate. Number three, uh, what did I say? Number three was utilization. Number three, this is what this is a problem with off the top. <laughs> Number three is uh, types of accounts. I probably skipped that. Three is types of accounts. Um, Number of accounts. Number five is uh, derogatory marks. And then I'm not types of accounts, age of accounts. All right. Let me start. Let me start from the top again. So payment history. Number one. Number two is debt utilization rate. Number three is um, your age of accounts right? The average age of your accounts. Number four is like your number of accounts or types of and types of accounts is like a sub bullet under it. Number five is derogatory marks. You want to have zero, obviously. And then number six is your number of inquiries. So hopefully that helps. Make sure y'all make sure that everything is good in that aspect. Uh, Share it with someone that needs the episode and y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the cat podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with cat. So get with cat and we gonna make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.